1: All right, Dan, so let's go into our categories. Let's start with the defining moment for Justin Fields on a day where he (laughs) came through in the second half, and I think it's pretty obvious which one we're both leaning toward.
0: Yeah, I I don't think there's any question that it's the 51-yard touchdown pass to Dante Pettis. I mean, you go through Justin's stat line here, 8 for 17, 121 yards, sacked twice, Uh, one interception, a rating of 85.7. These are not numbers of a winning quarterback most weeks in the NFL. The conditions obviously played a role in that, but when you also have that long, it's a 51, and it's bolded because it was a touchdown, and it's the play that on a broken play changed the momentum of the entire game because you were able to make a play outside the pocket and outside the script and then find a receiver wide open and make that throw across the field. That was the play that, that changed everything Sunday, and Justin acknowledged that Sunday. Uh, uh, Pettis acknowledged it Sunday. Equinemius St. Brown acknowledged it Sunday, and so away they go with a moment like that.
1: It's a gimme. And I do want to just elaborate on that one one little thing. And at the risk of getting carried away on the biggest and the most overreactive day of the NFL season, the Monday after week one, I'll, I'll join in the chorus. Look, we had a call it to the Mullen Haw show. Somebody compared what the Bears did to the Ravens in that. Justin Fields wasn't great in the way that Lamar Jackson early in his career wasn't great, but had that one special play that he made happen due to his athleticism, due to his ability to improvise and escape. And I think that 51-yard play, the defining moment, if you will, was created by his ability to improvise and escape. No other way around it. And I don't want to call him the future MVP, but I do think that you saw a glimpse. On a day where everything else probably didn't go well in the first half, it was awful. Justin Fields turned around everybody's day and mood and fortunes with that one play with five and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter or whatever. And suddenly it was a different day. Suddenly it was a different game.
0: And again, that comes uh, after the gifts that the 49ers gave with that face mask penalty and the dropped interception by Tayshon Gibson. Uh, a quarterback with a, a, a killer's mentality finds a way to make that play in that moment. And he did. And, he, and obviously, the, the throw itself was easy. You know, you or I could have completed that pass across the field, you know, 30 yards downfield to a guy as open as that. But you still got to get yourself the room. And Justin got out of the pocket, used his speed, which is a weapon to buy some time and some, some peace of mind. Really, that speed gets you peace of mind when you get on the run like that and now you've cleared some extra space for yourself and you can make a good throw that's on target and it doesn't sail or it doesn't bounce and all of a sudden you've got a guy on the run. Let's also not miss the block by Equinemius St. Brown that cleared the way there for the last 15 yards of Pettis scoring that touchdown. I called that a four-point block by Equinemia st brown because there's no promise with the way the bears offense was going to that point that they were going to get in the end zone if pettis had gotten tackled short of the end zone there and so that's a big contribution that was obviously brought up by the coaching staff when they were reviewing things on monday that's a big deal for a team that's just trying to uh, preach the, the concept of finishing
1: okay there was good there was bad we'll look at the good first on the bright side what is your on the bright side
0: well, my on the bright side is the second touchdown pass to Equinemia St. Brown. And it's just the way that the Bears set that up with a, a play call and a play design that really put the 49ers defense in conflict. You're running play action. Your first read on the play is a, a, a pass in the flat to fullback curry blazing game. The 49ers kind of sucked up on the play fake to David Montgomery on the run. Then they covered the flat and then it's up to Justin to just kind of see what is evolving there. St. Brown runs a really sharp corner route, gets separation from the, from the safety on the back end. And there's a really easy throw, but a nice throw. From, from Justin Fields there he also had had Byron Pringle which was his fourth and final read who was coming across right to left and was wide open if he had, had to get to his fourth progression on that play that's a walk-in touchdown for Pringle but the ability in that moment again to to, to, to make the throw and make the play and have it be, be because of a, a play design that sets you up to put a defense in conflict that was a really nice moment for the Bears
1: I'll go on the bright side with the 11 carries I thought that while he wasn't explosive in the running game I think he was a effective and I think there's a difference and he wasn't reckless and what you saw when he chose to run the ball or even on the design runs is they were, I don't want to say calculated, but there was there was some thought in it. And it wasn't just instinctive and reckless and dangerous. What it was was that it kept, it was an attempt to keep the chains moving. It was an attempt to maybe protect your offensive lineman from taking a sack or holding onto the ball too long. And there will be times he's going to have that internal clock is going to go back and forth and he's going to get more comfortable with that. But I thought in, in running the ball 11 times, you know, it wasn't probably what you want ideally, but these weren't ideal conditions. And this wasn't a typical game plan. You have to remember the conditions are always going to be the thing that most defined this game and maybe this outcome. So in that context, protecting the football, running 11 times on the bright side, Justin Fields knew what he wanted to do with the football when he kept it in his arms and tucked it and ran. So that to me was a positive.
0: Yeah, so on my review uh, of the, the QB1's performance, four of those were, were tucking runs, okay? He had four tuck and runs for 28 yards. And that was a, a, a example of the pocket poise that they're trying to teach into him of knowing when it's the right time to tuck and use your feet as a weapon. I didn't see him vacating in pocket at times where he should have stayed in there, right? Each of those four tuck and runs were moments where, okay, it's time to go. You got to get out of there. And now you got to make, make something happen with your eyes first and make sure there's nothing downfield and then take off uh, of the 11 runs. Three of them are, are, victory formation at the end, right? And so you always like to have those, those extra negative yard carries on your stat sheet. If it means you going into the locker room with a win. And so, yeah, good good first effort in week one with the quarterback on the move.
1: All right, how about the, uh-oh, the
0: other side of the equation? Oh, Nelly in the first quarter, right? I think everybody in the in the, the, the stands at Soldier Field went, whoa, when Justin threw that interception uh, to the safety on a pass to Darnell Mooney over the middle. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name because I'll get it wrong. Maybe you can help us with that. The first name and then uh, it's uh, Hufanga. Talanoa. Hufanga. T- yeah. Tal- Talanoa Hufanga. Sorry, I, got it. I I tried it anyway. But, but obviously – How
1: about Justin- mini Ronnie Lott?
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Justin was quick to own up to that mistake after that game and and saying, listen, you're playing a vision and break defense that the 49ers play, and you're trying to steer the linebacker there to your, your hooker out to the right. And he did a good job of moving Fred Warner enough to create a throwing lane to Darnell Mooney over the middle, but he didn't do enough to steer or move Hufanga. And so the pass goes right into his hands. It's, a, it's an easy interception by a safety that's just using uh, an instinctive break on the ball. Justin acknowledges, David, also that, that he had Cole Komet. Short of the sticks, right? It's, third, right? it's third and long there. And as a quarterback who's who's making growth in year two, you have to understand when to take the risks and when to just live for another day. And he acknowledged immediately after the game, I got to just get that to Cole. If it's short of the first down, so be it. But maybe Cole also breaks a tackle, gets the first down, and we get new life. And so that's uh, at least quick acknowledgement after the fact of, of what the mistake was and what the correction needs to be going forward. But certainly the pick itself is an uh-oh moment.
1: My uh uh-oh moments were also in the first half, kind of related, but maybe explained a little differently. I feel like that you you are encouraged by what you saw, by the defining moment, and by the escapability in the second half overall. But in the first half, Justin Fields did not look like a, a quarterback that was comfortable in the pocket passing. I know a lot of things contributed, but everything in time on time was off. And he wasn't in sync and there's going to have to be more moments than not where he's in time on time where these these going to have to be able to throw the ball uh, to the, you know, throw those deep out routes to to thread the needle across the middle to make sure that you know, you throw a guy open if you will, you can't have these backyard uh plays that are breakdown and you have a sidearm throw to david montgomery and your a little free throw toss to your tight end at the sidelines that was ruled out of bounds those were kind of all right where where are we gonna see evidence of of the growth in the first half and we just didn't see it and i think a lot of that was because of the rain and the elements and it was difficult to get into any rhythm but you were saying uh uh-oh a lot if you're a Bears fan looking for progress in the passing game from Justin Fields specifically in the first half so those were enough uh uh-oh moments for for everybody for at least another week
0: there were seven minutes and 34 seconds left in the third quarter when the Bears completed their first pass beyond the line of scrimmage Sunday right that's not going to get it done in most weeks here and so uh, to your point yeah they've got to find ways to get things unlocked I think the conditions yesterday uh allow a lot of people a free pass for week one and we're going to have to use a bigger sample size over the next three or four games to figure out what this offense is good at what they're bad at and where Justin's biggest deficiencies are
1: All right, the last category, big number. What's yours?
0: It's simple for me. It's one and zero. It's one and zero. It's it's a chance for a quarterback who had a two point eight rating in the first half to live to see another day and and go into week two with a victory. It's always easier to make the corrections and do the cleanup work when you're one and zero, and that's a big start for this team to just get that little exhale with all the work they've put in to this point to uh, to to move into rivalry week with with the upper hand on the Packers, who are zero one below them in the division mine is
1: related to that but it's 2.8 it's 2.8 because that was a passer rating in the first half and the things that we talked about justin fields heading into this season after your one-on-one interview the types of things that he exudes publicly the personality that can be confused as maybe being a little bit aloof and the the situation that where where he's uh being challenged as a leader I, i think that you saw some of those things come to the forefront and you saw him be able to compartmentalize what happened in the first half and put that behind him and be the quarterback they needed him to be in the second half so 2.8 is the number that stood out was glaring on the stat sheet and you know what he looked at it he shrugged and he went out in the second half and he was the quarterback the Bears needed him to be no question about
0: it and, and on they go now right and, and, and an opportunity to get to 2-0 and which would certainly be a big number next week <laughs>